Well, good morning, my friend. It is Friday morning, and I hope that you've had a wonderful, wonderful week. And um, we've had a wonderful time here at Maranatha Baptist Church and um, watching God do some great things. The miracle of Maranatha continues on. What a great week of EBS we have had so far. Each night, record attendance. Um, I think we've had close to 70 young, young children accepting Christ as their Savior. That's always a wonderful thing. And um, that always thrills my soul. We got one more night tonight. Then on Sunday, of course, normal Sunday morning service, which is always a big day for us. Then Sunday night, we're going to have VBS graduation. Looking forward to seeing what God can do on Sunday night as we have a great time of serving the Lord. And um, I promise you, promise you, it's going to be a great time. Would you pray for us? Um, devil has been fighting. There is no doubt about that. We've had three buses um, go down since Wednesday night. Now, I just got a text this morning that one of my men was in early this morning and got one of the buses running, but the other two, we've got to figure out what's going on with them, why they just stopped, and of course, one we lost a clutch on, and so that's going to have to be rebuilt. Um, the other one, I have no idea, but the Lord does, and I'm just looking forward to seeing. I know that the devil's going to fight. Um, if you're not, if you don't want the, I said this yesterday on one of my posts on Facebook, I said, if you don't want the devil to fight, don't serve God. But I promise you this, if you serve God, devil's going to fight, and that's okay. Um, he can get some punches in, but my punches back come bigger because they come from the Word of God and seeing souls saved. I was able to go out soul winning yesterday with my son-in-law, Brother Randy Hall, and um, we, we got to lead a lady to Christ. He was just taking her, her trash out. And, um, and I saw her say, hey, ma'am, let me invite you out to church. And she stopped. She's holding the trash can, so I figured I'd make my son-in-law work for a living, and um, and I made him carry the trash out while I'm witnessing to the lady, and she got saved. That's how it works, my friend. You just got to find somebody, and it's always exciting watching people get saved, and I'm going to put up a couple posts here when I'm done with uh, with the podcast here, and, um, and, and just a couple about some pictures from last night and videos, and you'll enjoy that. I'd encourage you to do that, and I'm um, always good to have you along for the podcast, and welcome. I'm glad to have you here today. Well, let me talk to you this morning about where faithless, faithlessness leads. In Judges chapter 2 and verse 10, the scripture says, And also all that generation were gathered unto their fathers. There arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. Um, Israel seemed to lose their faith at the end of Joshua's life. The book of jo Judges is the result of a lack of faith. Had Israel done what God commanded them to do and exactly how he told them to do it, there would be no faithless and sinful living in the book of Judges. I believe one reason that Joshua's faith waned in his latter years is because there, was no, there were no young men who had faith to challenge his faith. Now, I'm not giving him an excuse, but that lack of faith resulted in a generation of faithlessness which led to sin. You see, the progression that led to Israel's faithlessness is the same progression many take that leads to their eventual compromise and sinful lifestyles that many are living today and a lot of churches are going to. Uh, my wife and I, can, uh, we often talk about people that we took out in tour groups, people that we went to college with, 
who are flat out backslidden. They can say what they want to, but what they used to believe and where they are now are two different worlds. They, they're compromisers. There's no way around it. And if you're watching me and you're one of those, you're a compromiser and you need to come back to where you used to be. If it was right then, it's still right now. Just because someone's gone doesn't change it. Now, let me talk to you about where faithlessness, faithlessness leads. First, faithlessness starts with union. In Judges 1, 1 through 3, God commanded Judah to go against the Canaanites. After God commanded Judah, Judah asked Simon to go with them. Now, the union with Simon showed a lack of faith that God could do through them alone what he commanded them to do. Union in itself to do right is not bad, but it shows a lack of faith that God has the power to do through you alone. Um, union says you need, you need to help God to do what he tells you to do. This is nothing short of faithlessness. God never told Judah to ask Simon to go with them. But their lack of faith thought that union could do a better job. Union with others always leads to eventual compromise, my friend, because you're only as strong as the weakest person you join up with. Now, God will still work through union, don't get me wrong, but you'll never see his power to the degree that you could have seen it if you'd done, done what God told you to do alone. Second, union leads to apathy. The scripture says in Judges 1 that each tribe did not drive out the inhabitants. These people got comfortable with what they had. Apathy always leads to compromise. You cannot be comfortable with where you are and continue to stand with God because God moves forward. If you become comfortable and apathetic and just say, I always want to stay right here, you're not walking with God. God's left you. You didn't, no, let me put it this way. You left God. God kept going, but you left God. Third, apathy leads to the Lord not doing great works in your lifetime. Judges 2.10 says that there arose another generation which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he had done. Now, the works of the Lord were simply stories for the next generation because they had never seen them. Oh, how I wish every generation um, could see the works of the Lord, and they need to see it. If you want your children and grandchildren to continue doing right and serving God, You'd better be sure to do what it takes for God to do something in your life. God is nothing more than a story time to the children who hear those stories if they don't see it with their own eyes. You must do something for God so that he's not just a story time, but he's reality and his works and power are reality. Fourth, a lack of great works leads to people forsaking the Lord. In Judges 2.12, they forsook the Lord God of their fathers. When your children don't see the Lord's work in their lives, he won't mean much to them, and they'll leave him for something else because they want to see something big in life. You see, this all starts with union, my friend. I want you to, I want you to listen to me. It all starts with union. Living a life of faith is not easy, but God calls us to step out alone. You check every time God called someone to go. He always called them to go alone. Um, Abraham, go alone, but he took Lot. It led to some compromise. Um, Moses, go alone, but he joined up with Aaron, led to some compromise. Um, God always called Elijah alone, and, and Elisha alone. God used both those men greatly. Now, I want you to listen to me. I'm not, I'm telling you, there, okay, let me, I'm going to illustrate, and I want to step on a little bit of a sensitive thing right here. There are missionaries who think it's better to go out in a team, Instead of going alone, God didn't call the team. God called the individual. 
We, in the last 20 years, we got caught up in sending teams to the mission field. And you show me the great works that are going on the mission field today. They're not there. But you show me the Rick Martins. You show me the Kevin Wins. You show me the Steve Heidenreich. You show me those individual missionaries who went alone by faith and God did something mighty through them. I'm telling you. These teams that we're sending out shows a lack of faith in God. No wonder God can't do anything mighty. You go alone, you step out alone, and God does something. Well, it sounds good, preacher. Yes, but God's um, call to step out by faith alone is where you see the power of God. How did okay? When did when did um Peter see God's power when he stepped out alone in the boat? The rest were inside the boat. Notice God called Peter. He didn't call the union. Now listen to me. Somewhere we got to get back to saying, okay, God called me. I'm going to go do it. Now people join up with you as you go. I want you to follow the difference. We're not saying, well, let's all do it together. No, you go alone. You say, I'm going to do this. And then as you go, people join you. And the great works of God are done. And the next generation sees what's going on. And when they see what's going on, they say, wow, wow. Well, I want to do that in my life. You know what that's doing? It's igniting the faith in their heart. Now, until we ignite that faith in this next, this next generation's hearts, it's going to lead to a generation of faithlessness, like the book of Judges, that leads to apathy, that leads to compromise, that leads to sin, that leads to God's judgment. It all starts when we join up for a good cause. That's why I'm against denominations. They join up for a good cause. But, but, but there's no faith in that. There's very little. Well, we can get more done that way. So, so I guess, I, so you're going to build the Tower of Babel, I guess. That's what happened with the Tower of Babel. God, what God calls, and God says, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of him, singular, whose heart is perfect toward him. God says, I look for the single person to do something through them. And when they have the faith to step out and do something by faith, God uses them. Oh, I wish I could get some. If there was a button I could push in somebody's heart, I would. I'm so excited about what God's doing here at Maranatha Baptist Church. God called me to come alone. Others have joined me since I've been here and the great work that's going on here, a work of faith. I call it the miracle of Maranatha because that's truly what it is. And what's going on right now? When I came, I look at this VBS. We're having right at 300 every night of children coming out and, 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 and being a part of the VBS. When I came, we only had 15 children in our junior church. Four years later, over 300. How's that happen? Faith. My friend, faithlessness starts with union. Union leads to apathy. Apathy leads to compromise. Compromise leads to sin. Sin leads to God's judgment. Why don't you step out by faith and do something for God and see what God can do? Others will join you. And God may say, tell them to stay with you for the rest of their lives. That's fine. But you, when God talks to you, you will never know God's power until you alone step out by faith and God does something mighty through you. Well, my friend, I hope this is a challenge to you. Now, let's remember this weekend, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great weekend, my friend.